Today we're talking about how much money you should keep in your business checking account. How much is enough? How much is too much? What's the best way to actually get the money out? And just what are those correct amounts? So if you have been really stuck on this and not really sure how much you should be leaving in your business as kind of reserves and to fall back on, then this episode is for you. So listen up. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics, to know the cool when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I think so many times as entrepreneurs, we'll have a really great month or even a really great year and the business checking account looks really great. It's growing and we're feeling really good about that or we get in our mind like the certain dollar amount that we need to have in our business checking account in order to feel good about what's going on. But I don't think that there's a lot of science a lot of times on what exactly is that amount? What is the right amount? How much do I need to keep in there to save for a rainy day or even so that I have reserves to be able to reinvest back into my business because there's honestly nothing more stressful than freaking out about the balance that's in your bank account and your business, especially if you have employees and you're paying those employees and you have to cover payroll every week or every other week. It's terrifying when the bank account is really going the wrong direction. So I wanted to talk about what is that sweet spot and how much should you be keeping in the business bank account? In order to talk through that though, we need to kind of lay a foundation to where we can build up to that. You can know what numbers really matter the most. What are the things that are going to impact that bank account balance so that you know how to figure out what your dollar amount is. And a little disclaimer here, this amount's going to change as your business grows, as it morphs, as it changes over the months and years to come, then this amount is going to change. This is not something that you figure out one day and this is always your number. This is always the bank account balance number that you need to keep. This, if you're growing as a a business, this number is going to change. So I just want to lay that out there really quickly. So second of all, how do we even figure out what the balance should be? The best way to do this, if you're an Excel kind of person, if you're just a pen and paper kind of person, get whatever method makes the most sense for you. Look at your most recent financials. If you have more than just the most recent month, then you want to look at that data. 
honestly, I would say having a three month, you know, profit and loss, or, you know, if you've got that in QuickBooks or in Excel, whatever that looks like, you've got a three month P&L, or even we just, you know, we're starting October now. If you've got one for this year, that's a great look as well. I wouldn't go more than 12 months on this because things do change so frequently in a business. I mean, I know even in my business in the last six months, a lot has changed. A lot of my overhead is very different than it was at the beginning of this year. So if I look at an entire year profit and loss to figure out my cash flow needs, it's not actually going to be representative of what I have a need for today. So you want to look at your most recent profit and loss and look at each category and figure out how much of that is stuff that you pay for every single month. How much do you have in software subscriptions? How much do you have in rent? How much do you have in utilities, in payroll, in payroll taxes? any kind of licenses that you're required to keep and maybe you have to pay every month. You really need to look at all of those things and look at what they are today or in the last 90 days and figure out what your average is. When you do that, you should have a pretty good representation of what you're required to have every single month. Now that is going to fluctuate. That can change quite a bit. You are advertising to bring in new clients and you increase your advertising next week. Then obviously your overhead is going to be a lot different than it was the week prior. So you have to look at this with the lens of what does it look like today? And do I know of any changes that are going to take place in the very near future that I need to account for and accommodate for. So as you look at those numbers, you know, jot it on a piece of paper with each category, make sure that it makes sense when as compared to your profit and loss. Like if you get down to the bottom and you have $10,000 in expenses for every month that you know you're going to have, but you look at your profit and loss and it shows that you have $30,000 a month in expenses, then you've missed something. There's something wrong there. So you do want to make sure that it passes the logical test as well for what's really been going on. Then what you're going to want to do is think about anything that you know in the next three to six months that you're going to need to invest in your business. Do you need another computer? Are you going to hire a new employee? Are you moving offices and that rent is more expensive? It can be a number of different things. Really only you know those things, but think about what the next three to six months look like. Where are you looking to level up in your business? Where are you looking to reinvest in your business? Because you need to have that in mind as well, because you want to take that into account as you're figuring out your cash reserves that you need. If you're going to be spending an extra $5,000 a month on advertising, say three months from now, then you probably want to put at least a small factor for that. Maybe you don't need to have like the full 5,000 extra right now because you're not quite there. But I would say that you need to have at least half of that. And then once you get to that 90 day window where you're pulling the trigger and you're increasing your advertising, that at that point you make sure and account for an extra $5,000 in reserve for each month. How many months of reserve do you need? Because if you have one month of reserve, that's okay. Like you should have at least that. If you only have one month of reserve though, honestly, that is probably going to stress you out because then come payroll or come time to pay rent or any of these like recurring expenses that you have every month, when it comes time to do those things, you're going to feel that impact a whole lot more. So one month is frankly not enough. Really even two months is not enough. Ideally, at a minimum, you're going to be keeping three months of cash in your bank to cover 
your overhead. So let's just say if you have a really bad month, maybe you have a really big client that pays most of the revenue that you have every month, then they decide they're going to use somebody else and they're not going to use you anymore. But you still have employees, you still got rent, you still got various things in your business that every month you need to pay for. If you lose a big client like that, I can just tell you it will be extremely stressful and it can put you out of business if you're not really careful. What happens if you're in that scenario and you lose a big client, you've got a couple of employees that work, you know, almost entirely on that client, then you're faced with the question of, do you lay them off? Or what are you going to do with them? How, you know, especially if you've put a lot of time, energy and effort in training them to understand your processes and be the type of employee that you really need. How much does that actually cost you if you have to let them go? You know, there it's hard to find the right people. And that's just one example, because honestly, there's so many different areas that it's not like you can just ditch all of your overhead expenses in a situation like that, or maybe you're not top heavy with one predominant client, but you're seasonal. And you have really big swings in income to where, you know, you've got big revenue that comes in maybe nine months out of the year and three months out of the year, you don't have near as much coming in. When you are faced with situations like that, where, you know, maybe you have lumpy cash, maybe it's not consistent every month. This is especially important to make sure that you've got enough cash. And so that's why I say you need at least 90 days worth of cash. Do you do that overnight? No, you don't. You know, it's not super easy to just let cash build up in your bank account. It's not because, you know, the whole reason we do this as entrepreneurs is so that we can live a better lifestyle. And so, so many times we'll look at that bank account balance and go, hmm, I'd really like to have that in my personal account because I want a new car or I want to go on vacation. And you can do those things, but you need to just keep in mind that if you don't have enough cash in the business, you're going to end up having to put that back in personally. So if you pull that cash out to do something else with it, you better have a backup to be able to put cash into the business if it's needed because you're the bank account. You are what's going to fund that unless you've got some sort of rich uncle or maybe you have a line of credit at the bank or something like that where you actually do have cash reserves. But most people don't have that. It takes a while to get to the point where you have the ability to have a, a line of credit or something like that. But I can just tell you if you will start working towards this and start trending it, start tracking it, the things that you track and you measure are going to be the things that actually give you meaningful results. Maybe every single month at the end of the month, you have a spreadsheet or a notepad or whatever you want to do and you write down what the ending bank account balance is. You want that to be trending up over time until you get to that point of, you know, three months of cash reserves in the, in the business. Once you get to that point, honestly, the next goal is six months, 90 days worth of cash reserves that would cover your overhead expenses, really kind of the bare minimum. Ideally, you're going to have six months because what that's going to do, it's going to allow you to feel a whole lot more confident. It's going to allow you to reinvest back in the business when opportunities arise. It will allow you to hire the right people when you find them and not be in fear of how I'm going to pay their payroll this next time or whatever. You really need to be planning ahead. And so I would just really challenge you to start figuring out your numbers, look at your previous P&Ls, 
start figuring out those numbers and what they should be, what your future looks like as far as reinvesting your business and the kind of cash you're going to need for that. And then figure out your number. Like I said, start with three months and then go from there and get to six months. Once you get to six months worth of cash, then really you don't need to do any more than that because six months of cash is frankly more than enough. When you have six months worth of cash, then with your extra cash, you really need to be looking at how you can invest that in ways that will really create more income for you instead of just sitting kind of in a bank account. But until you get to six months, like honestly, you don't really even need to think about anything else. That really needs to be the first step for any entrepreneur. And then from there, you know that that's your sweet spot. And if you see cash starting to trend down, you'll know that that's a problem and you need to figure out where those problems are to where you can fill the holes that are in your boat. Or if that cash is growing, growing beyond that, then you know, well, I can pull out some cash from that and either reinvest it personally, put it in my personal savings account or, you know, buy a house or reinvest in another business, whatever that looks like for you. But you'll know what that number is needs to be. So rather than just flying blindly and hoping that you're going to have enough money to make payroll and to pay rent, all those things month in and month out, take control of this, make good money choices and set your goal that you're going to be better at managing the cash in your business. I hope this has been helpful. I hope this has shed some light on ways that you can do a better job of understanding your cash flow needs and understanding really what you need in your business. If it has, I would love it if you would share this episode with a friend who is also a small business owner and entrepreneur. I would also love it if you would give my show a five-star rating. We are able to go out and help more people when the algorithm sees that you enjoy my podcast. So if you have not given me a five-star review, I would be so honored if you would. And then lastly, if you would send me an email with any questions you have, anything you would like for me to talk about on the show, I would love to feature your specific questions to get answers to you. And with that said, I hope you have enjoyed today and I can't wait to see you next time.